0: You're listening to the Holy Bible One-Year Challenge with master storyteller Michael Wood. Featuring the easy-to-read version and used by permission from Bible Week International. Enjoy the show!
1: Hello everyone, welcome to Day 46. We're continuing in the book of Exodus. The people of Israel seem to be settling in the land. But as they begin to form a new nation, we realize the two things that are very important. One is having a strong military, and the other is developing some sort of government. And we'll see in chapters 17 and 18 those two things happening. But of course, with a little help from the Lord, and someone we weren't ever thinking about, and that's Moses' father-in-law, who just kind of shows up after all the smoke clears, and he brings along Moses' wife and his two boys. We're also continuing in the New Testament, we're beginning the Gospel of Mark. I'll be giving a more detailed introduction to Mark later in this episode. If you enjoy the show, visit me at patreon.com forward slash storymaster. You'll find the link in the description box below. By contributing as little as $1 per month, you will enable me to continue this ministry, and you'll get cool rewards too. Together, we're going to get through the Bible in one year. Let's get started exodus 17 water from the rock the israelites left the western sinai desert they all traveled together from place to place as the lord commanded they camped at rephidim but there was no water there for the people to drink so they turned against moses and started arguing with them they said give us water to drink moses said to them why have you turned against me Why are you testing the Lord? But the people were very thirsty, so they continued complaining to Moses.
0: They said, Why did you bring us out of Egypt? Did you bring us out here so that we, our children, and our cattle will all die without water?
1: So Moses cried to the Lord, What can I do with these people? They are ready to kill me. The Lord said to Moses, Go before the Israelites, and
0: take some of the leaders of the people with you. Carry your walking stick with you. This is the stick that you used when you struck the Nile River. I will stand before you on a rock at Horeb. Strike that rock with the walking stick, and water will come out of it. Then the people can
1: drink. Moses did these things? and the leaders of Israel saw it. Moses named that place Meribah and Massah because this was the place that the Israelites turned against him and tested the Lord. The people wanted to know if the Lord was with them or not. At Rephidim, the Amalekites came and fought against the Israelites. So Moses said to Joshua, Choose some man to go and fight the Amalekites tomorrow. I will stand on top of the hill and watch you. I will be holding the walking stick God gave me." Joshua obeyed Moses and went to fight the Amalekites the next day. At the same time, Moses, Aaron, and Hur went to the top of the hill. Anytime Moses held his hands in the air, the Israelites started winning the fight. But when Moses put his hands down, the Israelites began to lose the fight. After some time, Moses' arms became tired. They put a large rock under Moses for him to sit on. Then Aaron and Hur held Moses' hands in the air. Aaron was on one side of Moses, and Hur was on the other side. They held his hands up like this until the sun went down. So Joshua and his men defeated the Amalekites
0: in this battle. Then the Lord said to Moses, Write this message in a book and read it aloud so that Joshua will hear it. I will not leave any Amalekites on earth. No one will remember that they ever lived. And this will remind people in the future of what I said. Then Moses built an altar
1: and named it, The Lord is My flag. Moses said, I lifted my hands towards the Lord's throne. And the Lord will continue to fight against the Amalekites for years to come. Exodus chapter 18. Advice from Moses' father-in-law. Jethro, Moses' father-in-law, was a priest in Midian. He heard about all that God had done to help Moses and the Israelites. How the Lord had brought the Israelites out of Egypt, So Jethro went to Moses while Moses was camped near the mountain of God. Jethro brought Moses' wife, Zipporah, with him. Zipporah was not with Moses because Moses had sent her home. Jethro also brought Moses' two sons with him. The first son was named Gershom because when he was born, Moses said, I'm a stranger in a foreign country. The other son was named Eliezer because when he was born, Moses said, the God who was worshiped by my father, help me and save me from the king of Egypt. So Jethro went to Moses while Moses was camped in the desert near the mountain of God. Moses' wife and his two sons were with Jethro. Jethro sent a message to Moses that said, "This is your father-in-law, Jethro. I am bringing your wife and her two sons to you." So Moses went out to meet his father-in-law. Moses bowed down before him and greeted him with a kiss. The two men asked about each other's health. Then they went into Moses' tent to talk more. Moses told Jethro everything the Lord had done to the Israelites. He told what the Lord had done to Pharaoh and the people of Egypt. He told about all the troubles they had suffered along the way, and he told his father-in-law how the Lord had saved the Israelites from all those troubles. Jethro was happy when he heard all the good things the Lord had done for Israel. He was glad that the Lord had freed the Israelites from
0: the Egyptians. He said, Uh, Praise the Lord! He freed you from the power of Egypt. He saved you from Pharaoh. Now, I know the Lord is greater than all the gods. Those proud Egyptians thought they were in control. (laughs) But look what God has done! Then Jethro brought
1: a burnt offering and other sacrifices to honor God. Then Aaron and all the leaders of Israel came to eat with Moses' father-in-law Jethro. They all ate together there with God. The next day, Moses had the job of judging the people. There were so many people that they had to stand before him all day. Jethro saw Moses judging the people. He asked, why are
0: you doing this? Why are you the only judge? And why do people come to you all day? Then Moses said to his father-in-law,
1: "The People come to me seeking advice from God. If they have an argument with someone, they come to me, and I decide which person is right. And this way I teach the people God's laws and teachings. But Moses' father-in-law said to him,
0: You are not doing this the right way. You cannot do this job all by yourself. (laughs) It is too much work for you. Uh, It'll wear you out and the people too. Now listen to me. If you follow my advice, God will be with you. You should continue listening to the problems of the people and you should continue to speak to God about these things. You should explain God's laws and teachings to the people. Warn them not to break the laws. Tell them the right way to live and what they should do. But you should also choose some of the people to be judges and leaders. Choose good men you can trust, men who respect God. Choose men who will not change their decisions for money. Make these men. Leaders over the people. Uh, some should be in charge of 1,000 people. Others should be over groups of 100, uh, 50, or, or 10 people. Let these leaders judge the people. If there is a very difficult case, they can come to you and let you decide what to do, but they can decide the other cases themselves. In this way, these men will share your work with you. It will be easier for you to lead the people. If you do this as God directs you, then you will be able to do your job without tiring yourself out. (laughs) And the people can still have all their problems solved before they return home. So
1: Moses did what Jethro told him. Moses chose good men from among the Israelites. He made them leaders over the people. Some were in charge of 1,000 people. Others were over groups of 150 or 10 people. These leaders were judges for the people. The People could always bring their arguments to these leaders and Moses had to decide only the most important cases. After a short time, Moses said goodbye to his father-in-law Jethro and Jethro went back to his own home. The Gospel of Mark, an introduction. The book of Mark is the second in the New Testament, but it may have been the first gospel, one of the four books that tell the good news about Jesus. Mark lived in Jerusalem with his mother and knew many of Jesus' early followers. Mark also traveled with the Apostle Paul, and one early Christian author said that Mark served as a translator for the Apostle Peter. Perhaps that is when Mark began to write down the stories that Peter told about Jesus. Mark probably wrote this book during a time of trouble between the Roman government and the people in Judea. The Jews hated being ruled by Rome, but they were afraid to speak out against the government. Many did not want to talk openly about Jesus because he had been considered an enemy of Rome. But this did not stop Mark from making it clear that Jesus is God's son and his Messiah, or chosen king. The book of Mark describes how Jesus invited some people to be his close followers. Together they traveled from place to place, announcing that God's kingdom had come. Jesus healed many people, even freeing some from the power of demons. Jesus was not like other religious leaders of his time. He did not avoid people who were sick or known as sinners. He invited all kinds of people to be his followers. He forgave people of sin, which... Others thought only God had the right to do, and he did not keep the religious rules that many people thought he should. All this made the religious leaders angry and jealous, and they began to look for a way to kill Jesus. But this was all part of God's plan, so Jesus told his followers that he must soon suffer and die. He also told them that he would come back to life. At that time, they did not understand what Jesus meant. Finally, Jesus went to Jerusalem. He visited the temple and taught the people. Mark makes it clear that he is there as God's representative. But many people did not accept Jesus as God's prophet and chosen king. The Jewish leaders arrested him and turned him over to the Roman governor to be killed. After being killed on a cross, Jesus was raised to life again. He appeared to some women and asked them to give a message to his followers. The women were afraid at first to say anything to anyone, but then they did what Jesus told them to do. Jesus had already warned his followers that people would try to kill them for telling the good news about him. These women were examples of how each follower of Jesus must overcome fear and share the good news with others. Some later copies of the book of Mark end with Jesus telling his followers to do just that. The book of Mark tells about the beginning of the good news from chapters 1 to chapter 3, the mystery of the kingdom and its king, Jesus with his followers, Jesus visiting the temple and later being killed, and finally, the life after Jesus' death in chapter 16. Mark chapter 1, verses 1 through 28. John prepares the way for Jesus. The good news about Jesus the Messiah, the Son of God, begins with what Isaiah the prophet wrote. Listen, I will send my messenger ahead of you. He will prepare the way for you. There is someone shouting in the desert, prepare the way for the Lord, make the road straight for him. This was John, the one who came and was baptizing people in the desert area. He told them to be baptized to show that they wanted to change their lives, and then their sins would be forgiven. All the people from Jerusalem and the rest of Judea came out to John. They confessed the bad things they had done, and he baptized them in the Jordan River. John wore clothes made from camel's hair with a leather belt around his waist. He ate locusts and wild honey. This is what John told the people. There is someone
0: coming later who is able to do more than I can. I am not good enough to be the slave who stoops down to untie his sandals. I baptize you with water, but the one who is coming will baptize you with the Holy Spirit. About that time, Jesus came there from the
1: town of Nazareth in Galilee, and John baptized him in the Jordan River. Just as Jesus was coming up out of the water, He saw the sky torn open, and he saw the Spirit coming down on him like a dove. A voice came from heaven and said, You You are my son,
0: and I love you. I am very pleased
1: with you. Then the Spirit sent Jesus into the desert. He was there for forty days, was tempted by Satan. During this time, he was out among the wild animals, and angels were there taking care of him after john was put in prison jesus went into galilee and told people the good news from god he said the time is right for god's kingdom to come it is very near change your hearts and lives and believe the good news as jesus was walking by lake galilee he saw simon and his brother andrew these brothers were fishermen and they were throwing a net into the lake to catch fish Jesus said to them, Come with me, and I will make you a different kind of fisherman. You will bring in people, not fish. Right then they left their nets and followed him. Jesus walked a little farther and saw two other brothers, James and John, the sons of Zebedee. They were in their boat preparing their nets to catch fish. As soon as Jesus saw them, he told them to come. They left their father Zebedee and the men who worked for him in the boat. They followed Jesus. Jesus and his followers went to Capernaum. On the Sabbath day, Jesus went into the synagogue and taught the people. They were amazed at his teaching, because he did not teach like their teachers of the law. He taught like someone with authority. While Jesus was in their synagogue, a man suddenly came in who had an evil spirit inside him. He began
0: shouting, Jesus of Nazareth! what do you want from us did you come to destroy us i know who you are god's only one jesus answered
1: with a warning be quiet and come out of him the evil spirit made the man shake then the spirit screaming loudly came out of the man the people were amazed they asked each other so what is happening here? And this man is teaching something new. And he teaches who with authority? He gives orders to evil spirits, and they obey him. So the news about Jesus spread quickly through the whole area around Galilee. Psalm chapter 22, verses 1 through 11. For the music director, to the tune, The Deer of Dawn, A Psalm of David. My God, my God, why have you left me? You seem too far away to save me, too far to hear my cries for help. My God, I cry out to you all day, but you do not answer. I cry out to you at night, but you give me no rest. You sit on your throne as the Holy One. You are the one Israel praises. Our ancestors trusted you. Yes, they trusted you. And you saved them. They called to you for help and escaped their enemies. They trusted you and were not disappointed. But I feel like a worm. Less than human. People insult me and look down on me. Everyone who sees me makes fun of me. They shake their heads and stick out their tongues at me. And they say... Call to the Lord for help. Maybe he will save you. Maybe he likes you so much. Surely he will rescue you. (laughs) God, the truth is, you are the one who brought me into this world. You made me feel safe while I was still at my mother's breasts. You have been my God since the day I was born. I was thrown into your arms as I came from my mother's womb. So, don't leave me! Trouble is near, and there is no one to help me! Thank you, everyone. That was day 46. Join us for day 47. God makes an agreement with Israel, and we hear about the formation of something you might have heard of, called the Ten Commandments. And in the book of Mark... Jesus goes about the different towns and heals the people. But the trouble begins when Jesus decides to have dinner with a bunch of sinners. The Pharisees and teachers of the law believe that is not a thing a holy man should be doing. We hope you enjoyed today's verses. Be sure to leave us a positive review and to share this podcast with your friends and family. Please join us for the next episode as we experience the Bible in one year.
0: Did you know we offer online courses in creative writing, literature, and web design? Visit us at storymaster.online to learn more.